What up? This is your boy Doughboy. And I am Shantae Wayans. And this is another installment of Minister Sobriety, the podcast that we have dedicated 100% to us staying sober from alcohol. We have realized it was detrimental to our lives and we don't like to do it so much anymore. And before we go any further, we got to give it up to our sponsor, Clean Cause Energy. Not only do they give us all the energy that we need to power through those workouts and have good days, 50% of the profits, guess where they put it to? They go into uh, recovering addicts. Yes, addiction recovery. And they also have 160 milligrams of organic caffeine. So that's better than that regular caffeine. And they got sparkling yerba mate. I didn't even know what that was until I got this drink and it's delicious and good for <laughs> Not sparkling So yerba shout baby. out to Clean Cause Energy for uh, sponsoring the episode. So let's go ahead and get into it. It's um um oh, yeah. rough, huh? It has been a, really? a definitely roughing, you know, rough time in our community. Uh we we lost another uh comrade, another brother, another friend. Uh rest in peace, Fuquan Fu Johnson. Yeah, you better fix yes. your lips. Yeah, yes, yeah, it's just Quan. tough to even Fuquan, young Fu. Uh he he he's 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 no longer with us and um this has been been tough. Um this is somebody that's really, really close to you um you know for somebody that you know i had met years ago you know in the in the comedy circuit somebody that always showed me love um always was cool but would always kind of call me when you know call me on my bs whenever i was you know he'd be like come on though you know you wildin son i used to always really appreciate his raspy uh um way to get me in line so um but you have a, a much closer relationship with uh with food have you been dealing with this 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 shit. I, I'm I'm numb now, you know, in, in a lot of ways. Uh, food been around, you know. He like a brother. Mm-hmm. I I can't say best friend. That's that's my brother's like number one. You know what I mean? Shout out to my brother Damien because now it's like, man, we we grew up together. Right. You know what I mean? And when we came out here, we were both kind of underdogs. So we both kind of, you know, did thing, a lot of things together and, and, and kind of got close because of that. You know, and as time went on, like before his passing, I wasn't necessarily the closest to him. Mm-hmm. Um, just We just had to go our own separate ways to figure out stuff. But the crazy thing is when Nick passed, you know, that, that hurt him. And he reached out to me and we got on the phone. I, you know, in our own non-mushy way was just like, yo, you know, um, I love you and you know that always, regardless of what's the deal. Mm-hmm. So I'm glad I got to say that to him. I'm glad I got to see him and hug him at the memorial for Nick. Um, but the shit, it was it was hard because I was in New York. I literally just buried Nick the day right. before and woke <clears throat> up to fool on my way to Nick's repast. <sighs> yeah, it's and, you know, it's it's, you know, I had. um you know, Fu and I hadn't talked for a while, um, and not after you know out of anything negative or anything. It's just you know just through happenstance, you know the 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 pandemic, whatever. But recently, um, he and I had just talked because you know uh, Dante and I had you know been in contact, and we were just literally talking about um, you know getting back and you know working on some stuff because we had done some stuff you know over at All Def, and um, you know I'm still kind of kicking you know really kicking myself because because I didn't go to Nick's thing that's probably you know one of the places that i could have you know at least seen him and um you know just dapped him up one last time um but yeah this is definitely just you know i don't i'm one of those people like you know death is just always well i think death is difficult for all of us but i think it just hits me and just you know in a different type of way and i think seeing so much 
you know, of it in such close proximities of time, you know, it hasn't really, really, you know, been good for me. I think I was just starting to feel like myself a little bit more, you know, after the Nick situation than I was literally... Um, it was literally in the morning time, you know, when I found out, you know, about food and it was just like, ah, it just kind of throws me into, you know, dark, dark pockets that aren't always, um, you know, easy to get out of. So, you know, I think this was, I was kind of rocked on this one. Like I, I don't want to say I became close to relapsing, but it, it, it crossed my mind. Cause I was just like, this is just, yeah. this is just, um, too much. How has this affected your sobriety? If at all, like, have, have you had any like moments that have been making you get close to picking up or at least considering it? I, I think I, I would have picked up last night if the liquor store was open. Oh, wow. I, I had to leave here. I, I left to go drive around at like midnight. Midnight, maybe it was past midnight because mm-hmm. I went and did a show and it was good. And then, you know, I came home and, you know, those feelings up. I got Nick in my studio hanging up and stuff like that. I'm going to do something for food. Mm-hmm. And so... um yeah, man. I last night it, it would have it, it. I would say that was the day, and I, I, I don't, I don't know. So you really went and so you really went and drove and looked. I went and looked, and I got. Uh-huh. I do have liquor in there. It's it's the weird. The weird thing is the, the knowing if I do it here, because I I would if I would have picked up, I probably would have just slept in my car. You know what I mean? But right. I'm like, so what? Yesterday I was I was hurt. Last night I was really going through it. So what do you think? What do you think stopped you? Because this is because like we getting, you know, we, you know, I think that with with all that is going on, like this gets, you know, because I feel like we we both were kind of like, you know, like I said, reeling before this. So so when you when so yesterday when you go out driving, and let's just say when you get, so did you actually make it to the the liquor store and it was just happened? No, I, I wasn't even in my mind like I'm gonna step out to go pick up. It was just like I I'm. You just went for around. a drive. Okay. Yeah, I went for a drive. I was like I'm gonna roll a blunt and you know probably smoke in the car, but mm-hmm. um, you know I wind up. <laughs> there was no liquor stores open, you know. You but you're thinking it as you're driving. Like I'm seeing liquor mm-hmm. on these build buildings, and so I wind up going by the Ha Ha because they have a R.I.P. Fuquan, uh-huh. and I sat out there. So somebody put a little, you know, flower and some stuff in front of the Ha Ha. But right, nah, man, this is um and and yeah, like you know, and I definitely you know have been trying to reach out, you know, to you over the you know the last couple of days because I know. This is going to be, you know, tough because I know how close you were to Nick and I know that, you know, like you said, you were even closer to food. So, you know, I just try to as my best, you know, I try to offer, you know, to be there, you know, for my friends, you know, when they're going through tough stuff. It's just that, you know, with something as sensitive as death, I don't always know how to say or do the right thing. But I do hope that, you know, like, you know, that I am here for you. And like, you know, if you do get into those those moments where you feel like that, you know. I'm here, you know, definitely talk. If, you know, I know that, you know, you're going to do what you want to do at the end of the day. You're grown. So all I can ever do is, you know, just offer, you know, some things that I would do. If I was you in this particular time, I'd get the liquor out of my house just until maybe this time this passes because this is you know a lot of times we don't you know we don't process our feelings in in the right way like you're like we're up against it like you know what yeah. i'm saying this is probably i wouldn't even say the probably this is gonna be your biggest test of sobriety so i mean i know that you know you better than i do all i'm saying is just that you know it's you know in the insanity of of the alcoholic mind it's just like 
all all our mind is looking for is just that one moment of weakness mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying and sometimes if it's if it is there and then like you know if you're having one of those moments i just would hate to see you you know what i'm saying in one of those situations but you know you you know better than better than i do but yeah, yeah man i'm i've been moving though <laughs> I, the crazy thing is with all this going on in the past 3 weeks mm-hmm. i uh am out pitching a show now and the crazy thing is that Fu is one of the characters. His name is like all on it, and Nick is the character is what the character would look like. Wow! So Nick is in my deck being shown mm-hmm. while I'm pitching me and food how is how is that like is that like is it is it like surreal like is it does it almost make you feel like i gotta do this for more is it just more like damn man like no i feel like i feel like they are helping me sell it you know what i mean Mm. they they you know they hit me up and say hey do you want to switch some dates and i was like nah because you know, you got to get it while this energy is out. And I feel like it's going to be one of them great stories where I'm going to be like, y'all ain't going to believe this. Right. Nick was in it. Food was in it. <laughs> and it, all this happened and I sold it. Right. No, and I see some pictures, man. I had seen the picture that you had posted when you guys were all like dressed up in like construction gear. Like people don't really know. Like you guys were really kind of like building some stuff. I got a bunch of, but the crazy thing is I, it was us three uh-huh. for a minute. And I was taking them, you know, I got... In my phone, I got a few different spots that we were at, and it was always us three. Uh-huh. They were my they were my features and openers. Man. So it's you know, I mean, it, it is what it is. Right. I will say on the on a happier side, right, right, right. Uh, I went from one seventy eight to one sixty eight. So oh, come on, if we just keep on this roll of death, then apparently <laughs> I'm gonna get to my weight see. quick enough. Okay, see, since we're being completely honest, I see I was doing great. Last week, I was, everybody knew I was walking, I was sweating, I was push-ups, I was everything. Then literally, I was on the on the um, treadmill as I got the news, and my diet has suffered since. It's like, we, we go in opposite directions, like, you can't eat, I can't stop eating. Like, you, I was doing so good, I was so no, you're good. You're so funny, because you literally ah. just walked in with crispy crunch chicken and this this is i thought we would eat our feelings no i can't even eat i'm smelling it and i'm like that smells delicious but shaving making like these big plates and i i just don't have that even with smoking i haven't been able to like kill it but you are horrible. You hey, man. I have hey, I have transfer of addictions. The the feelings gotta go somewhere. I it hey, has to I, how you feeling today? I bought you some chicken, some ice cream, <laughs> and some soda. So we can celebrate. <laughs> so no, nah, I had been doing good, like like, you know, for real. Like, you know, the whole last week I was doing great. This week not so much. Um, let me ask you this, because this is what I, I, I have been going through. I want to see if you go through similar things. Do you ever just wake up sometimes just because of whatever's going on in the world? Just be like, ah, man. Like, that's how I've been. I've been on some stuck-in-the-bed energy. Like, I don't really want to. And I just, that's, like, always a dangerous place for me because... You know, like, and then, like, my energy's down, and then, like, like even today, like, we're shooting at 2 o'clock, like, I woke up, and it was just, I didn't get up, for real, for real, to, like, 1. It was, like, and I, I my, my energy gets zapped, and then I start having cravings for sugar. Like, do you ever have moments because of whatever is going on in the world that maybe heavily affects your, your emotional and mental state? 
Yeah, right now, I'm, my anxiety came back. And I haven't had, like, anxiety attacks like this in a minute. Mm-hmm. So I've just been, especially, like, at night, I've been feeling it. I've been waking up at, like, 3 or 4, or I won't sleep. Mm-hmm. And so I've just been having these, like, breathing issues uh, throughout the day. Um, but I just, yeah, I, I think I think a lot of the stuff is just shifting. And I think that it's... As as all this is going on, you know, and, and launching the Patreon and mm-hmm. all this stuff, it's like it's so hard to be like, oh, let me post my boy and then still try to put out content. Right. And it put me in a weird spot with social media just going like, look how much mm-hmm. we still have to do because at the end of the day, they paying for it. Right. So I still have to do stuff. I still have to find content. I still got to do videos. And mm-hmm. I think that's the hardest part is going if I'm making money from home. And I got to shoot this content and this is what it's going to. I have to produce. Yeah. And, you know, and I, I be I be needing to know that, too, because like I, I need to. And like I, I suffer from that anyway, just like being my own boss, quote unquote. Like sometimes it's just kind of hard to make sure that you, you know, stay on things and, and do things the right way. And then when I get into those dark moments, I don't always know how to pivot, but I'm trying yeah. to, to get a little bit uh, better out of it. Let me ask you this, just to, you know, to kind of, you know, brighten the mood, because I know that you have way more of these than I do, so I'll give one really quick, and then you give me one, because I'm pretty sure you you have a lot of them. Favorite food story, like, tell me, like, one of your favorite moments that you can just remember of, you know, a story of you and food. When I think about food, I think about when I worked with him over on um, over at All Def, and we basically had did a light skin versus dark skin um, series with him and Mystic. And I remember we had slated it out to really be one episode, like mm-hmm. just like a one off. But you know, I just remember food being so good. We were able to stretch it out to a whole ten, and it was just so funny because it was him and Mystic. So we would have Mystic just doing some real soft, sensitive stuff, <laughs> and then you know, then food would just come through with just you know, just with the energy. And I remember also working, you know, when we were doing uh, Teddy versus Doughboy, uh, we had to do a music video challenge. So I had the king of the sixes mm-hmm. and, um, you know, cause I don't mess with dime chicks. So mm-hmm. I remember having him in the video, just, just his energy and his art was just always so authentic. Like, you know what I'm saying? You didn't really have to give him much direction. It was just like, yo, just, just go in there and just have fun. So those are some of the, the, the real, you know, really good time, especially when we were, you know, when, when I was doing light skin versus dark skin, cause I was very early in my all deaf and you know my all deaf tenure and I needed some hits and he helped me definitely uh, get those hits so I'll definitely give it up to him for being on set for that whole series because he made me laugh so much during that time but what are some of your one of your uh, favorite food moments Uh, I'm I'm gonna do I remember one time we went out to like San Francisco we hit up the bay and this one I was partying and drinking Mm -hmm. and stuff like that and I think I had we had uh, two uh, two chicks with us um, and <laughs> I was so faded that I just, I do remember it, but we, I was faded. We go in the bathroom and, um, Fu had a, uh, Molly, uh-huh. uh, and I go, I, I without, without even out, without him even being like, do you want some? I just remember seeing it and going, oh. And then I forgot that I took it. So I'm laying in the bed because we're in a hotel. We're doing Uh shows and shit. So I'm in a hotel with him and he's in the other bed Mm -hmm. and he got his chick. And so I'm 
I'm pa- I pass out. I'm knocked out. And then all of a sudden, I wake up. I'm like this. And I wake up. I'm like, and I just got all this energy. And I'm like, what is wrong with me? I'm doing all this stuff. So I look over at Fu, and he's he looks like he's sleep cuddling with this chick. Uh-huh. And so I'm like, yo, Fu, yo, Fu. And so I go over to the bed, and I'm like touching him and stuff like that. And he not budging, but he on this girl like this. So I'm like, yo, Fu, yo, Fu. So I can like get on top. He's like, nigga, I'm having sex. <laughs> he said it. Obviously with a different word But he's like yo I'm having sex And I'm like how I didn't see no pumps No nothing And he was like showing me later He's like no nah, man All you gotta do Is do a little He was short stroking <laughs> But I was like yo how, Who doesn't stop When people wake up And jump on the bed You still humping her he kept it going. Fool is hilarious. Fool Shout out to Fool, no man. And rest in heaven, man. I know heaven just got a lot funnier. So, uh, yeah, definitely rest in peace. And uh, unfortunately, too, with the with the rest in peace news, um, Michael K. Williams, yeah. apparently from, um, from, from, from The Wire, Omar from The Wire, um, also passed away. Um, yeah, that I, I just, it's just it's just a lot, man. It's you know, and and it's 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 just one of those things where it's just like these are very young people. Like he was under sixty, I believe he was like maybe fifty four, fifty five. So um, I know you weren't a huge fan of him, but what was your thoughts about you know him as well? No, I, I do like uh, the stuff that he's done. I just you know I wasn't on it like everybody else, but. Right. Um, in general, you know, like t- to food, to the Michaels, to the mm-hmm. people who have like, you know, gone through this overdose. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't stress enough how food wasn't a crackhead. Not at all. You know what I mean? He wasn't. He was very functional mm-hmm. and doing stuff. He just partied, um, mm-hmm. you know, when he did. Right. And I, I feel like that. A lot of times, especially with this industry, you know, I'm talking about trying to figure out how to work while mm. I'm going through mourning on two people and stuff like that. And it's like this industry pack you in like that. You never have time. I look at my friends who got famous and they don't have a minute to just breathe. And even when they do, they still have to work. Right. So I feel like, you know, when you play in dark characters, this goes for the guy who did uh, the Joker. Right. right. You know what I mean? Like you, a lot of people take that getting into character very seriously. And they teach you in like acting class. Once you get out of it, the minute your scene is done, like figure out ways Mm -hmm. to find yourself back. And sometimes you get caught up in that character, but you're, you're thinking about the being alone or people not understanding you and you still have to show this face while you're going through your own things. Mm -hmm. I don't even think Michael, you know, he, I I heard he had, uh, he discussed his issues, mm-hmm. but I don't even think it was like they're not looking to do this. They're not looking to go overboard. Right. They're what's just happening yeah. right now is they lacing stuff. Right. And that's the thing that's, you know, definitely, you know, scary, you know, with this whole fentanyl thing that's, you know, kind of going out there. Like it's just, you know, like you said, like, you know, you and I, we both know food. Like, you know what I'm saying? He wasn't no, you know, he wasn't a, you know, he wasn't a, you know, crackhead, like, you know, like people maybe trying to, you know, put him out there like there was a guy who partied just like, you know, anybody else, yeah. you know, and that's something that, you know, he did. But something that is so like, what are your thoughts about, like, you know, just the state of what fentanyl is doing? Because I feel like the same thing happened, you know, with Michael It's just they're saying it was, you know, you can just get a hold of some stuff you don't know what's in it you know what i mean you're kind of just hoping that whoever you got it from is just on the you know up and up and you know i even you know talked to a couple drug dealer friends of mine because i didn't understand i was just like 
you know, how does this work? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you can't eyeball this. Like, they're like, no, there's no way, you know, you can see it. They're basically saying, like, a lot of times, the drugs that people get, they're stepped up. Like, the people use they fentanyl. They want to make more money. Exactly. They want to use it to stretch it out to make mm-hmm. it, like, more. It says, so by the time people are normally getting it, it's been stepped on four or five times. And then I asked them, I said, well, if, you know, if you got a group of people and they're all kind of engaging in this, once one person does it, won't you kind of know? And they were like, no, because it just, you know, just slows down your heart. Like, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? So it's something that you just... There's no way you can know until, until yeah. you know what I'm saying, you're into it. So I just think that that's just, I don't even know what how you remedy that because you know what I'm saying? Like now it's it's just something that's out there. It's something that it's, it's very, very difficult to police. I mean, you know, just to police on a level of, you know, even can you even know? And I heard that people can even sprinkle it on your weed. Oh, no. But this, like, I, you can I put it yeah. everywhere. I told Shay, I said, I'm, I'm no longer sharing blunts. I'm no longer, and when I say that, you know, there'll be a few people that I don't mind, mm. but um, I'm not, I'd rather roll two blunts for you and me, you know what I mean? Right. And then on the streets, I'm not doing that. Even with dispensaries, like, mm. you you know, some are legit, some are just shade, but mm. you just got to be careful, and I'm, I'm, I'm learning that. I remember, I used to be on Molly, I used to do Molly uh, <laughs> in one of my sobrieties, mm-hmm. uh, my early sobriety, I, 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 if I was hanging out with people because I was going to parties and stuff like that while we were touring, uh-huh. I would have some Molly so I can feel better around being. That's when I was angry. Okay. So I say that to say I remember one time this dude brought, brings me Molly and it's not, I don't think it was Molly. It was a crystal. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, oh, okay, maybe that's just a different form. And when I took that, which was the last time I did it, I was completely out of my mind so you don't even know what you took i don't even know what i took i was like molly like maybe if it was just e but molly never felt like this so i mean luckily i'm still here but you got to be careful man no absolutely and i just think that too it's like sometimes with the you know with the with the drug culture and when you know when you're at because like like you know like i said like i never really messed with you know cocaine but you know i'm saying i did it two times when i was super drunk so i think sometimes like when you're in that culture and like maybe you're drunk or something or you're high then you might make a decision like oh let me just Mm -hmm. go ahead and just try this but unfortunately you know sometimes these things have fatal consequences let let me ask you this too because i i genuinely asked myself this the other day when I when I heard, you know, like, you know what I'm saying, like, you know, of course, you know, with food, that was just devastating. And then to hear, you know, the situation with Michael K. Williams, you know what I'm saying? Um, and then it just kind of, you know, once I got to talking to people and just seeing like, well, damn, you know, it could be in Coke, it could be people could lace on your weed. Is Do you feel like at, th- at this point that it's maybe too dangerous to even do any drugs of any kind? Because that's how it genuinely scared me for a second. Like, well, damn, like if they could even put it in your weed now like you know what i'm saying and some of these dealers are just heartless they really don't care you know what would happen to you so it just really had me thinking like am i gonna have to go like is is that where this is headed to where you're gonna have to just be completely sober because you just don't know what's in the stuff you're doing well i mean or they can just uh legalize cocaine I and, keep hearing uh, that, and I don't know it, that it's such a bad idea. I I, I feel like if people are going to do it, because they, they legalized it in, in Colorado, I believe. Because at least if you do that, then you could at least regulate, you know what I'm saying, that people could get it drugs, in the good, because yeah. people are still getting yeah, it anyway. Like, drugs is not going to go anywhere. This is I'm, I'm not promoting to stay on that, but people mm-hmm. 
do it for different things and that you know they used used to call the cocaine a rich drug and all that Mm -hmm. stuff but people were able to still function and like you said it's getting stepped down on and stuff like that so it's really about the streets again i'm not trying to promote the drug but people do know how to function i i can't put down liquor when mm-hmm. I pick it up. But if I did Molly or if, if I had to stop smoking, I wouldn't be like, ah, oh, I wouldn't. It's not the same feeling for me. Right. So I say that to say people handle things differently. You might as well take away liquor. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because they've been uh, spiking, uh, spiking drinks, drinks yeah. and stuff like yeah. that. So it's literally like you either got to grow your own, make it legal, <laughs> or you got to completely stop. And I don't think the world is, you know what I mean? They don't, like, right. I don't have a problem. I don't have to stop drinking Right, and I think that that's just weird too because, you know, alcohol probably accounts for more deaths than any of those things, but they still... You can still get a beer at a Rams game. Right. Never understood that. (laughs) Right. Never genuinely understood that how we don't look at at alcohol as a really big issue like that. But when you take into account all the deaths that come from it, you know, that are health-related to the DUIs, to all of that stuff, you would just think that they would put, you know, a more serious you know, a more serious deterrent on that, but they don't. Mm-hmm. Is it just no. because it's so profitable? It is profitable. You imagine that, you know, it was funny when they legalized weed and I went, a lot of people probably not go smoke it as much. Because uh-huh, it's, it's like, like the allure off. Yeah, people like the legalness of doing stuff. So if we canceled everything, people going to be like, oh, I'm going to find it. You know what I'm saying? But and probably um, did. That's real though. Right. They, they probably would, but... um Dang, to get to your question, my bad. I saw the phone ringing. Really? Uh, yeah, that, I heard it ring. <laughs> um, the question, what did you say? We were talking about making everything legal. Yeah, I, th- I think, I mean, you you don't want to put it out there just like that, but it'll definitely be more things. But why not? Why are we afraid to put it out there like that? When you really think about it, when you really boil it down to the, to the brass tacks, because I look at it like this. If you, if you legalize all drugs, mm-hmm. right? Now you take away all the people that you are incarcerating for selling said drugs. So now that costs millions upon billions of dollars that you're, you know, that you're putting people in prison for selling it, right? So you eliminate the crime problem in that way. Second of all, you can now federally regulate, make sure that people are not getting stuff that is going to kill them. Like, you see what I'm saying? So if they're doing cocaine or if they're doing different things, it's not going to have fentanyl in it. It's not going to have these other things that can be fatal to people. Then you tax it and then it's it, it helps boost the economy. So why not if do you it. Don't ever go into politics. Why? <laughs> They'll that be doesn't looking at sense? you like uh, you're a little bit too positive. But what? I mean, but when you no, really think about it, you just uh, the the start of what you said alone. You said you know we could clear up crime and then we don't have to put. You know how much money they make on prisons. See, you know how everybody's involved in that, including the people that's trying to talk like they want to make things better. And the crazy thing with like this this overdosing thing that's happening mm-hmm. is they say that that's what drug dealers love because those real crackheads or people who doing it are going, wow, that must right. be some good stuff. <laughs> and that that's how crazy it is. So they right. want to get you more addictive. They want to. That's make really it- a thing. Yes, because you-, you know this made me think of a joke, and I and I know that it was in a movie. I can't think of what movie this was in, but I remember there was a movie. It was a comedy movie, and I remember they were smoking weed, and one of the dudes like passed out. Somebody was said, that "Pass me." Yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, pass me that. Yeah. I remember that might have been like that a was, scary uh, movie. Don't yeah. don't be a minute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. but that's really a thing, yeah. people. 
It's really, really. So a there are people who are are active drug users that are like, wow. Right. So, so for instance, if you, w- the reason why I started taking shots is because I felt it quicker. Right. right? So, and then also I can see that my thing wasn't watering, watered down so I can get the straight thing. If I saw, if I could look at somebody and see them having a great time, you're automatically going to be like, what, what you drinking? Yeah, people you know do do that, like, right? Um, whatever it is, like you high. What, what did you smoke? But when you somebody passes shop? away, though, that that should be like, because yo, that's not nah, psychologically going. He probably did too much. Wow. You're not sitting there like that was off of a line. They're not like, nah, that's he. They did a lot. They, that's not in the headlines. The headlines reads overdose or lace fent- uh, fentanyl. And so then people are like, I got to get some of that fentanyl. I got it. That means they did too much, man. That must be really good. Maybe if I take half, if the I line, just taper it off. I, no, because I'm not even disputing what you're saying because the more you say it, it does make sense. But Think about when you go into them dispensaries and you see them selling you weed like this. you like, stop asking me questions about this. What did you just smoke? <laughs> you like, can barely function. Right. I want the barely function straight. Wow. So, because, okay, and because I've been hearing that too, like, you know what I mean? Because, you know, when I... When, when, like, you know, now that, like, you know, the conversation has been started, like, you know, about fentanyl or whatever, like, I heard, I hear that there are people who regularly practice trying to take fentanyl, like, they're putting it in pills, but just very, very, very small dosages, so maybe there is something to what you're well, saying. Well, fentanyl is supposed to help for a lot of different things. Um, it's supposed to, like, I think, take away the pain. I'm, I'm not... Uh, I don't know too much about it, but it, uh-huh. it's a, it's used for medical reasons, but... It's it's a, narcotic? Yeah, so the but they showed like literally Enough like on a pen, right? Like a pen, yeah, like like a, an ink pen. A ink pen is enough to overdose. I seen a, I, there was a video where a cop had touched some, and it, he almost died. Like they had to give him like that that what's gonna call it pen? Touched that, it just by touching it, and they had to give him that shot that they gave the girl in uh, Pulp Fiction. Remember when she was overdosing? Yo, that so you're that is wild that this is somehow good for business for coke dealers. It's money. I, nothing affects people in this world unless it affects them directly. It's wow. not. It's just not going. I can. I can feel bad for Haiti. Mm-hmm. I can feel bad for Cuba. I can feel bad for Africa. But until that happens in my front yard. It's, it's just not go hit as hard. It's just like when anybody. you drive past a car accident. It's just like you you're, you like, you're sad until you yeah. drive past it. Then you go about your day. Yeah, you put back on make the stallion. But if that's but if you knew somebody in that car, it's going to change your whole day. Exactly. Wow, you over here dropping gems. It's real. It's real. How how I big? You know something. what I mean? You could be like, all right, man, that's crazy. I feel bad. I I just did it to somebody who, you know, people passed away. Wow. Well, I think that, you know, over, you know, with the course of with with everything going, I just think that, you know, anybody that's, you know, out there in whatever they do. And I, you know, this is one of those things where I'm I when I found out, you know, these things are happening, like it's just this is one of those things where I am happy that we do this podcast and we do talk about things like this, because, you know, these are serious topics. Like, you know, what I'm saying so I'm glad that we're still, you know, on our sobriety path. I'm super proud of you um, for, you know, for staying sober another week. Like, you know, I'm saying another Another day is is just always, you know, a win for us. And I'm not going to lie because I felt like I was getting weak, you know, last week, too. I think we need to kind of come up with like a a communication system for when we're both weak because I just didn't want to bother you. But I kind of needed somebody to talk to, too. I just I don't be knowing what to say to people. though. I just be like, I'm sad and I want to drink. 
Yeah, and I, but not everybody but the gets thing that. Is I, so I haven't been answering my phone or really my texts is because you know a lot of people are hitting me and it's like I got to repeat the story or mm-hmm. you know they're they want to say something but they're not but you could tell in the tone that right they just they just right. let it linger so I don't I don't need, I don't want all that energy or emotion so. I don't mind you calling. Mm. If we just probably be silent on the phone, or you know, put on a video <laughs> just, game or, right. or a show to watch. But I don't have that energy in me right now. So you just so so for the most part. So you just putting your energy and time in just to work and just trying, trying to work. stay busy. I'm trying to stay busy. I mean, and I say that to say I don't mind you if you call. If you need to call, you can call me. I'm just probably gonna be very. Nah. Right, right. I got you. I got you. Well, you're gonna and you're, like go get that drink and give me one too. <laughs> <laughs> get the bottle. <laughs> well, what else have you been doing? So, uh, okay, so I, I know we we've dealt with all that. How was your week? And you know, in in hold, did you get caught up at all in this Drake Kanye thing and what they've been having going? No, nah, I mean, wasn't Kanye? What happened with Soldier Boy? What happened with Soldier Boy and Chris Brown? Now we on Kanye. So and, yeah, and, so, uh, so so but no, the beef was always with with Kanye and Drake. Everybody else just was getting like strays. Soldier Boy and Chris Brown were just mad because they got left off of mm-hmm. of, of Kanye's album. But Drake's album finally dropped. Mm-hmm. Much to the chagrin of all the Drake stands, it's very good. It's it's to Get me in my in my humble opinion, <laughs> it's it's better than Donda. It's just a better uh, put together piece of work. But then. In, in such a light-skinned beef move, Drake releases the diss record that Kanye made about him. I'm going to run that back. Drake released Kanye's diss record towards Drake. And it had Andre 3000 on it. And it was damn good. That mean he got some fire. It, for the for your enemy to drop your, yeah, your said, track, that's what I'm saying. That's what he Drake must have something yeah. that he's gonna drop. So now that's where we're at in it. So yeah, I just feel like it's good that we're watching a beef that you know ain't nobody gonna get hurt. I, I think though Drake is gonna take that after what he did to Meek Mill because you can't. Drake is proven. Drake is proven. This this goes off from beefs of beefs. I do you think somebody with like truth. Could hurt you, could hurt the battle more, or somebody that's like funny with it that make you, you know, almost. I think funny with it because see, I have an unpopular opinion. I like maybe I'm a, I'm part of the one percent. I think that that Jay Z's takeover mm-hmm. was much better than Nas's either. I feel like Ether, he just said, it was just longer and he just said more. But like when you really listen to how Jay-Z kind of got Jay-Z in him with the bars. like life. Yeah, but it's just the, like, you know what I'm saying? Condoms on your baby exactly. seat. Exactly. Like he just hit him with the, fa- so, but then when Nas kind of just had a longer song yeah. and it was just more. So I think that. Dope or beat. Yeah, I think that if you're more creative. Because most people will say that Nas won that battle. So the way that it's going right now, Drake's got to do something. And I feel like Drake is in uncharted. T- Drake Drake has never really lost. No, he hasn't. We think about it. Everybody who who comes to stand against Drake, they usually end up <laughs> you losing in the end. lose to a dude that sings his rap. That nigga put out back to back. They was playing that in the club. Could you imagine two-stepping to dissing a nigga? <laughs> you know, it's a trigger finger to the Twitter fingers. Ooh. Like That was, so I think what I personally believe i feel like one or two things gonna happen. i feel like drake is probably walking kanye into the biggest i'm about to break you down ever 
Because I just don't see any other logic by him dropping that. And the, you got to hear the record. The record is the record. I'm going to listen to it as soon as we It's get. called Life of the Party. And he got Andre 3000 on it. And the beat's crazy. And then it's got Ye spitting like old Ye. Like, the record is just like, why can't you make an album that sounds like right, this? Right, right, right. Like, so... That was the whole thing going on. I was going to say, you know what I would do if I was Drake? What? I would take the Dada beat. And just rip him over it? And I would, I would like, do the chant, the all that. I would use his mother in that heartbeat. Oh, that's just disrespectful. Yeah, you can't this use his mom. This is why I don't roast. long and gone. Man, this is why I don't roast, because I would be <laughs> the person that dug your mom out of the grave and propped her up. Yo, Donda doesn't deserve any parts of this. <laughs> Let Donda rest. Anybody could get it in these streets. Yo, and people will talk crazy in battles. And that's the thing that I think Kanye got to worry about because I feel like Drake has been biting his tongue for years. Like oh, I feel like Kanye. I feel like Kanye has just been kind of picking at him and just trying to. T- and that's just so weird because that's not even the zone. Or the level that we're used to seeing Kanye in. Kanye hasn't dissed people. No, but Kanye, I, I feel like Kanye has that attitude. I wouldn't be surprised. It's almost diva-ish, though. It's not like he for goes sure. at it with niggas. No, for sure. But he definitely has the attitude of like, you know, I wish somebody would. Or, the, listen, we just talked about a bunch of things. The fact that, uh, what's the name, wanted to rap on that beat and then that was that was Drake, right? Uh-huh. Drake wanted to rap on a beat, and then he just made some whoopity scoop. Scoopity poop. Like, all all those things. Scoopity poop. That's very. I feel like, I feel like Kanye has been messing with him for years, and I, and I, you know I honestly feel like there must be something. I feel like there has to be something between these two that we don't know. Cause it's just like, dude, y'all are both super rich. Why? Like, what is the issue? Light skin, dark skin. That 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 you just did with. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think it's I think it's good for hip hop though. I think if nothing else, it got us to talking about hip hop. I think we don't we don't really get that anymore. You know what it also made me realize? I miss the de- like the old days. And what I mean is like they be putting out albums and I guess it's cool for the convenience. But do you ever just miss going to the store and buying a CD and rapping the, taking off the plastic oh, absolutely. and looking at the credits and Write artwork? Down the lyrics so I can memorize it. Yeah, like I, no, I do. And like now it's just like it's just projects just come out the blue. You wake up one day, it's right there on your phone. Mm-hmm. And hey, why I like the the simplicity of it, and it's just like I I like going to the store. I like going and it was sold out being like, oh my God, I got to go to another yeah, Tower yeah, Records. and try to do something. And get this. I, I think uh, what we need when it comes to battle, like I love Versus and I think it's a dope idea, but I would really like to see some level of beef like that on Versus and not with the mm-hmm. songs that they have. But you mean bring, with, 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 with music artists? Yeah, like uh-huh. Kanye and Drake. Go to the verses uh-huh. and, and not even with the stuff that you already have. Like, like with instead your of new making album? these diss records diss each other on this verses. It should be that a rap be. battle with beefs of celebrities. See, like so basically what because you know I'm a, I'm an avid, you know, battle rap fan. So that's what they do in battle rap. Like, you know, in battle yeah. rap they just go hard and yeah. just that's what these but show rap- your real talent. Even if you like write it down mm-hmm. before, but forget the music you already did. Come through and with like like show me what you got. Almost like take me to the ring. 
See, and that's it. That's why I feel like if they could have put their their egos to the side, then I feel like that would have been a great moment in hip hop. Like, just imagine if they would have both did a versus on a Thursday night with all of their hits, that and then at midnight, and then at midnight dropped their new albums. But niggas got such big egos, right? But it also it always seems like some type of plan because how come they beef is never mentioned until the album's about to drop? That is, and a lot of people are saying that they're drumming this up for yeah. I, you know, I haven't heard about this at all. And now all of a sudden, you were, niggas can't stop thinking about yeah, each other. Yeah, I'm like, what? <laughs> no, nah, and that's funny that you say um, that you say the verses with comedians because I think I think it was either Marlon or Damon that Damon was bringing that, and he said that who he would go through go against would be Chappelle. Yeah, who like who do you like? Do you think that that would be a good like? How would they do it? Like, would you have to put specials against specials or jokes against jokes? How would they do a comic versus? Because I would love to see that, but when I say it, people think I'm crazy. No, you could do jokes on jokes. I mean, you know, it's what they did. You know. <clears throat> Yeah, you could do jokes on jokes. Um, I would, I would love to see like throw out a topic. Uh huh. Now, Dave, Dave Chappelle is is freaking a genius, right? You know what I'm saying? He he does do a lot of political stuff and stuff like that. So the reason why I'm not saying he wouldn't be able to do it, mm-hmm. but I would just go throw out a topic and Whoa, let them because they both can that. do that, right? Because right. I've seen both of them work out stuff. Mm-hmm. I've seen Dave work out stuff and not get laughs. Mm-hmm. But I seen him kill it and vice versa with my uncle. But my uncle is just so dark. Right. And he doesn't want to lose. Right. So I, I it, it would be good for the culture because they'll just keep topping each other. And I, I think, you know what I think? Oh, I mean, no, you, keep on. you know what I think would be dope about those two going head to head too? Because I feel like you could have... You could have different layers with them. You could have them do some improv stuff where they just grab stuff like that. You can go joke for joke or specials for, or special for special. But they both have memorable sketch characters that oh, you that could too. put against. And that's yeah. what I'm saying. Like you can't really that sleep on, nah, on what you know what I'm saying. <laughs> so if you put that level into right, it, I'm right. like, that is a much more interesting. I mean, my uncle hands down will kill with the movies. Oh, yeah, come on. The movies. <laughs> oh, yeah, the movies is now, already. sketches, I can and see And you can nice say little, sketches, too. Because yeah, nice you, little battle. Niggas don't really talk about the run that, that Living Color had and the characters that it, that it gave us. Yeah. I don't know why. Like, it doesn't get enough... Mention, but I feel like if you put a lot of those legendary characters that your uncle had up against some of the, I mean, because even when you say Dave, Dave had a great show, the great had Dave had a nice come Chappelle on, but show. that would be but, something but my to talk uncle about. would get canceled if In Living Color was out now. Oh, would my get canceled. God. oh yeah, so Dave Chappelle came at a time where he wasn't. You they know, was edgy, yeah. edgy. They was super. And, and that's the only Middle thing <laughs> I would say. Right, that's the only thing I would say. We would have to strip uh-huh. uh, from this verse or from this comedy battle because my uncle could be dark, mm-hmm. and he, don't, you know, I know he don't want to get canceled, but that would be the thing that's holding him back from stuff. Right, is that? And let me let me ask you that too because I, I I had heard something about that on the uh, on the internet the other day and they were saying that cancel culture is going to ruin stand up comedy or something to that effect. Do you feel like at stand up comedy like our days are numbered for how honest we can be on that stage or do you think that we'll always be able to have that creative license? I there? think we can do whatever we want if we continue to do whatever we want. You know what I mean? It's almost mm-hmm. like everything that comes, things become laws and things, not, I don't want to say things become laws, but things start becoming into play because nobody will stand up. Right. So if 
they go, you can't do this, you can't do that, and we stay doing what we can't do, mm-hmm. we'll be fine. And I, that is true because I, what I've been noticing lately, because you know, the more I'm starting to you know get back on stage, and you know, you've seen some of the you know material that I've done. I, you know, I definitely see some of the stuff that you've done as well. It's like, can you like I can kind of see the look on people's faces. That they almost want that edgy shit, like you know what I'm saying. Like when I go to like the darker parts of my material, and I'm, Absolutely. and you can just tell that they're like, oh, he's good. And so I just feel like we've starved people so much with this edited BS. Yeah. You know what I'm saying. So I feel like the darkest stuff is where it is because I can see it on their faces in these comedy clubs. It's like horrible. they want that. It's so if you think <laughs> if you look at like clips of people stand up and stuff like that, and you see women aren't funny, or you know why you always got to talk about sex and stuff like that. Do you ever, I've walked into places where people try to say some like genius stuff, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And they're just staring. And the minute somebody throw out a penis joke or (laughs) something, it go crazy. And this is like, you know, people will tell you, watch what you say, you know, blah, blah, blah. This town is, you know, white and they're old or, you know, these you know, black people, they're biblical, and those be the nastiest people. The <laughs> nastiest. The nastiest. Filthy. I went, I took, <laughs> I said this and I stopped, but I took nah, uh, keep going. This my is your show. girls, <laughs> I took my girls, uh, what's your uh, mom to, she came to a show in New York. Uh-huh. And I did my thing, and this girl went up, and that was her whole set, just how she like getting hammered and all this stuff. And she was dying. She was like, girl. What is her name? Because I'm a father. I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> what? <laughs> Shit. But nah, man. Um, that was a long uh, less. The, the punchline hit didn't hit as big as I thought. <laughs> I like how you tried to laugh. Nah, I, I like, liked man, it. Man, she mourning. Let me I liked it. Some tears. I liked it a lot. <laughs> but nah, what do we? What else do we have on our Western Not call? A this damn has been a. Thing. No, we got other stuff. We got a few more minutes left to go. What else do we have on here? You said, do you think therapy? Huh? Are you talking about therapy? How Howie Mandel? Yeah, so apparently um, he has a mental health crisis that is going on. I think that mental health, I, I feel like... Um, with With everything that's going on in the world, I think everybody should be checking in to their mental health just because I feel like we are at an unprecedented time in in what we're seeing like we've never been you know stuck in the house like this we've never seen you know as, as, as at least as long as I've been living and I'm older than you so you know I think that everybody needs to to be checking their you know their mental health but I don't know like you know with therapy I don't always know like People, I be up and down on therapy because I've taken it and I've not taken it. I've mm-hmm. seen some successes with it, and then sometimes I'll be like, "Man, I don't. Yeah, what, what are you? What are your thoughts?" Oh, see, so he's saying so. Basically, if you all didn't hear that, what he was saying that he is just making his uh, therapist oh so rich because he's stuck in the house, and now everybody just has you know he just has to just keep going to his therapist. What do you think? like? Yeah, because I don't. I do subscribe to it. I want to make sure I pick my words wisely because I don't want to talk anybody out of anything. Hey, do what you want to do and do what's best for your life. I totally get it. Um, But what I can say is that sometimes I've, you know, I've tried, you know, therapists and it wasn't working for me. Like, you know what I'm saying? Then other times, you know, it, it just was. So I'm currently not in therapy right now. But what I try to do is I try to make sure 
that I'm open with my feelings, that I'm very expressive with my feelings. I try to make sure my exercise is is cool or I do it at least sometimes. After the crispy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. after I eat these crunch. crispy fried chicken strips. Uh, I definitely don't drink. I definitely, you know, try my, you know, I, I stay, you know, with my meds. Um, but I don't necessarily always find the value in therapy. What are your thoughts on it? I think like anything, you just got to find the right person. Um, I've I've had a good talk with somebody and then, you know, I hated it at the same time. Um, but it's it's like, you know, it's it, the, the thing is you want to get people go in wanting to get to the point mm-hmm. and how do I fix it? And a lot of stuff, when you start talking, you don't realize how much you have within you mm-hmm. that you didn't even know affect you. I I.e. like, you know, being young and, and not... I was thinking about this the other day, but I remember mm-hmm. before I was about to move to Cali and I told my gym teachers, a white dude, mm-hmm. old white dude, and I said, I want to go to Cali. And he literally said, for what? Like, I- you're not going to make it out there. And, and as much as I went, man, shut up. It stuck with me. No, I have a very similar story. I remember I was about to move and I was working at, um, I was working at Wells Fargo at the time. And I remember going to my manager and just being like, yo, you know what I'm saying? This is like my dream and I want to, you know, I want to do this and and blah, 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 blah. And I remember him talking to me like I was such an idiot. Mm-hmm. He was like, Tony, you're just ruining it. You have this this great opportunity and I just bought a, a, a house here and, and you could do the same and you're, you're wasting, you know, your talent trying to go down there and, and chase some pipe dream. And I remember just looking at him like, bro, like, yeah. shut up though. And so long story short, I still ended up leaving or whatever. But the same person that was saying that stuff to me, they stayed. Of course, he was like a super manager. He had been there for like almost 20 years or something random. And then like four months later, the whole branch closed down mm-hmm. and then everybody got laid off from the people who had been there 25, 30 Wonder years. Wonder if you still the, got that house. You know what I'm saying? So it, what it taught me there was you could, you could, you could do it your way or you could do it the safe way, but there is no safe way because even this person who was trying to preach safety to me and, you know, and, and doing it the right way, lost his job. Same way too. And I I learned too, not to always tell my dreams to people because I feel like they don't dream as big as me. And sometimes people will, will talk you out of some shit that you thought you could do because they're deflecting. People don't believe in your dreams pretty much until they become, reality you know yeah i never saw somebody go hey man you should be a singer or you should do stand-up like but really go why are you working you don't need to work don't Mm -hmm. worry about it you can sleep on couch to couch like nobody is pumping you up to go i promise you if you just put your all into it forget all the sacrifice right so a lot of stuff is like you having to show and then they go man i remember when I remember when you left that job. You, you like, did it. Yes, man, I did. <laughs> Nobody wants to talk about them times where you, nah. where you sleep on that. You're like, yeah, I remember you telling me that was dumb. Let, let me let me ask you that too, because that's that's interesting that you say that. How how do you keep doing it? And what I'm saying, because I'm asking you, because I'm asking myself too. How do we keep doing? Because you've been you've been pushing to be in comedy. How many years now? Uh, almost 20 20 right and I, I've been trying to get into em- entertainment my whole life but um, specifically comedy about 16 years now mm-hmm. right what what is the motor that like when you think about it it's almost like if somebody would have told you 15 years ago okay you're gonna sign up for this and in 15 years you're still you know what I'm saying like yeah. how do we keep signing up because sometimes I see 
the security the security that I see other people have and sometimes I want it I'd be like man sometimes I wish I just would have you know stayed at a regular job or you know what I'm saying just because I kind of see that but then there's another part of me that's like there is nothing about me that could even be kind of happy if I did because I'd be so miserable not doing what I love like what keeps you going after this morning after morning in this life I think uh, just shutting it down with the people who support me the people who rock with me because I saw a post earlier that says something like, you know, be grateful that you survived this, um, you know, and live to tell the story because there might be somebody out there who needed to hear yours Mm. to keep moving. And so the fact that I'm still alive, the fact that I'm still here doing the podcast with you and all these things, I have to be grateful. It hurts like hell, Mm. um, but I might be able to pass that on to somebody when stuff hits. You know what I mean? Um, But as far as like being motivated to continue Creatively, I couldn't be in one place and just stick there. If I needed to be, if I ever had to go make money on my own, I still got my Postmates card. I still got my DoorDash. And um, and I, I still could go get a job. Right. So if I had to, I would. But I'd like, I like living this free freedom kind of thing. Right. You know what I mean? Because even, even the bull BS money we were making in these local comedy clubs, you still kind of making more than you would working 12 hours Not a job. <laughs> I'll tell you, I, I feel like, cause, and the reason why I'm asking that because, you know, I, I, you know, I be having to ask myself, like, you know, like, do I still have this in me? Like, you know what I mean? Because you have to have a different type of motor to keep after this. Like, you know what I'm saying? And sometimes I just be like, would it be easier to, you know, do something else. But the thing that what I've What would learned, you do? I can't I I'm at the point now of no return. What I've is, I've gone far it's it's Doughboy at Liz. You know that <laughs> Like if you see me at Office Max, you're not buying a printer from me. I'd be like, I got the new X G but shut up, Doughboy. <laughs> this guy gets yeah. it. You become a wholesale. They got here bombing on aisle eight. <laughs> you got to clean up on aisle eight. No boy bombed again. Like God damn it. Like I just don't want so. But that's my thing. Is just like I, I. There's a level of happiness I find from just being like. I do this so I, that's the only thing that I that I encourage people to do man I don't care what you do I don't care if you if you you know mop floors at Burger King if that's what you want to do do that shit yeah. like you know what I'm yeah. saying but there's something in the insanity of just living a life that you don't want to live like I know like it, it take all the money away from it just I would like this is how I knew I didn't want to work the call centers no more I'll never forget I had one on a break it was a 15 minute break I came back in 17 minutes and they wrote me up I was like Right. This is no way for me to live. And I just remember it at that point, man, like, I don't know that, you know, this is going to work. So I don't know, man. I just, I'll be just looking for the motivation every day to just wait. Cause like, you know, when I get sad and I get into these, these dark depressive moments, I'll be having to like remind myself of why I'm doing it. So yeah, I think that's where I'm it's at. A, it's our outlet and we'll yeah. be fine. Yeah. So, it, um, so you got, you got plans this weekend. You're going to, you're going out of town. You're leaving me. I'm where, going where to Annapolis. Annapolis. Tell them where you're going to be performing. This comes out Friday. So if they're still, if they're watching yeah, this today, they Saturday. can go watch it'll it. It'll be Saturday. I'll, I'll be, uh, at the Rams on the stage. The Rams? Ram, Rams on stage. 
Rams on stage. Is that a club? No, it's a theater. Okay. Nice, nice, nice. Go out there. Make sure y'all support if you're in Annapolis. Um, I'll actually be performing, too. I'll be performing here in um, at the Comedy Chateau hey. um, on the Keeping 11th. On me, huh? So, uh, yeah, man. We'll be going out there doing some time with uh, some other comedians. Uh, shout out Greg Ware. He put me on the show. Um, so it should be fun. Um, you got anything else you want to say? I'm sorry if I sorry if my energy was off this episode, man. I've been Me a little. Too. No, no, no. We got up and we did it. We did it. Uh, I meant to this laugh harder at that joke. It was super funny. No, this is what it's no, about. It's regardless through the, <laughs> <laughs> regardless through the uh, the things. Whatever that we're going it is, through, we, this is why we doing this and trying to stay consistent because we understand that this might not be as easy for somebody that's watching. So absolutely we appreciate you guys. Mm-hmm. Um, Thank you for watching. Yes, please like the video, share the video, comment on the video. We are trying to currently look for, you know, different, you know, sponsorships and ads, different things. So all the numbers help with our algorithm. So please like the video, share the video, subscribe, all the alerts, all those good things. I have been Doughboy. And I have been Shantae Wayne. This has been Mr. Sobriety. See you next week. Peace.